Here we go. Let's learn some Torah. Daf Tes in Psachim. Daf Tes of Aleph. Top word. We're starting from the Mishnah. 9a. Here we go. Fascinating Gemara. Um, we're going to be learning uh, a few very, very interesting halachas with a focus in the beginning on um, a something that is a Shema and a Suffolk or something that's a Vadai when you have a doubt against something that is definitive, which one overrides the other. And our Mishnah begins with a case to lead us into that, and that is as follows. Zokta Mishnah, Dav Tesam and Aleph, Ein Chayshin Shama Gira Choldem Ibayis Labayis. Here's what happened. The drugsmans checked their home for Chametz. Maybe, maybe, Chas V'Shalom, a weasel came along and uh, schlepped Chametz around. Took it from one person's home, moved it to another person's home. A person may have done Bedikas uh, Chametz, but who says that no little uh, animals schlepped the Chametz from one place to another? Says the Mishnah, no, don't worry about it. You don't need to be OCD. Don't be concerned the weasel schlepped your Chametz from one house to the other following the Bedikas Chametz, or even within one room to another room inside the house. The guy's going to check his bedroom. Go to the other bedroom. Oh, yeah, I gotta go back to my first bedroom. Why? Maybe a weasel moved chametz there, but when I was in the second bedroom, ain't the dover sife, says the Mishnah. You don't need to be concerned. You check the room, you're done. Ain't the dover sife. Otherwise, you mach sugar. You go crazy. Maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, 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 that. No. You check your room, there's no chametz, it's okay. Now, keep in mind, the Mishnah doesn't discuss. Six-year-olds who run from room to room eating chocolate cake. That, <laughs> that, that might be a chashash. But uh, an outside chashash, you know, something that is a suffake, not for sure. Hakol All right, let's go. It says the Gemara. The reason why you don't need to be OCD about the weasel schlepping from chatzer to chatzer, room to room, house to house, ear to ear. Time of the lechazir at the because you didn't see a weasel schlep. Your chocolate cake. Let's say I take a, I, I see a, a, a weasel take chocolate cake and move it around. So you see a weasel running through the house with chocolate cake. All right. So then it seems to the mission you'd have to go back and do another bedika check again. Ask the Gemara question. Why is this true? Again, we're assuming this is true because the Mishnah says. You don't need to be concerned about whether a weasel might have done it. The assumption from those words is, let's say a weasel did do it. You saw a weasel schlepping chocolate cake. It seems that you got to do Nubadika. Ask the Gemara, why? If the weasel has a piece of chocolate cake in its mouth, why don't you say it ate the cake? Yeah? The weasel's trying to get a mitzvah to make sure the chocolate cake is good for Shabbos and Yom Tif. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah? A house of a guy that a Yid purchases and moves into has a status of being Tomei because there's corpses inside. The reason for this is the Mepharshim explained, Rashi particularly heads us uh, in the explanation and Rashi lets us know 
that when a non-Jew has a nafel, since, like we explained, they had dirt floors, it was very easy. They just dug a hole in the floor, stuck the, the dead body in, covered it over, and everything was okay. So a yid, when you go into the house, might have uh, an issue of tumas oil. Now, there's, it happens to be a machlekes, whether a oivet kechavim, and interestingly, we have a, a kayan on our Zoom, yeah, so this plays very well into Kahanim going into hospitals, this Shaila. But there's a machlaikas as to whether the dead body of a non-Jew only gives off Tuma through Maga, not to be confused with Maga, the hat, the red hat, not Maga, the red hat. Yeah, uh, make America great again. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Tome Maga. Yeah, that uh, the dead body of a non-Jew gives off Tuma with touch. Other man, the Omar holds that that uh, the corpse of a non-Jew even gives off tumas oil. It don't, not only does it give off tumah with touching, it even gives off tumas oil. So over here we're assuming in this Mishnah that we're, that a guy gives off tumas oil. So the issue is if a guy buries a miscarried baby inside of his house, <clears throat> a yid who moves in there, um, it might be uh, it might be tumah. The afal pisha in laisha. And this is true. So, Bakami Yisha, but mother be a mother to Vadika. How long do you have to live in a house to to uh, before you know that it has a chazaka of it being Torah? It's got to be. Uh, uh, it's got to be forty days. Okay. In other words, if a guy lived in the house for forty days, then there's a chance that this house gives off tuma because the fetus would have been forty days old, and a forty day old fetus, according to the shita, would give off tuma. We know that and that a fetus less than forty days old is not considered formed, and it's not going to give off tum. So, if a guy lived in there for less than forty days, you don't have to assume that the any baby that was miscarried is there. and even if he doesn't have a wife, you're still gonna, it's, you still have this forty days ach. Okay, why? Because goyim are mizana and they they deal with this stuff. In any place that a cholda, a weasel, or a chazir, we know very well what that is. Anywhere that they go, also you don't need to check why, because you could assume that those animals ate the remnants of, of uh, a fetus. Here's the Gemara's question. Here's the Gemara's question, how it connects to our Mishnah. Why don't we say that if you see a cholda, Schlep your chametz, you still don't need to do bedikas chametz because the chulda must have eaten the chocolate cake. The assumption was in the Mishnah, you don't need to worry about a weasel doing it. I zok the Gemara, oh, but if you did, you'd need to do bedika. Says the Gemara, why? Even if I see a weasel with chocolate cake in its mouth, <laughs> it ate it. It's got good taste. Omar Rav Zera. Rav Zera says, like Kasha, there's no question, hubba basar, hubba lechem. <laughs> yeah, sounds like us, yeah. Depends what's inside the weasel's mouth. If it has basar, it ate it up. No more meat left. The other one's talking about bread. All right, you'll drip bread crumbs. But basar like misharia, misharia. A weasel eats a lot of meat, but if it has bread and it drops some crumbs, it uh, it's not going to go back and pick it up. And mamela, there's a concern that um, there's chametz there, and you'd have to go back and do a badika. Okay, so again, the Gemara's kasha was, I, why does the Mishnah seem to say 
that you would need to check again if you saw a weasel? L'chaira, assume the weasel ate it like the fetus. Answer is that when it comes to chametz, you don't assume the weasel ate everything when it comes to bread. When it came to meat, yeah, that, there you say the weasel ate everything. It's like a, the weasel's favorite food. And, okay. Says the Gemara Amar Rabbah. says, Hi, my. What sort of connection is there between the corpse and the house of a guy and chametz? Bishlama hasam. By the corpse it makes sense. We'll say, listen, maybe there was a fetus, maybe there wasn't a fetus. Listen, every time you buy a house from a guy, there automatically was a fetus buried there. No. Maybe yeah, maybe no. And if, and if you're going to say that there is a fetus there, then if there's a weasel around, you say the weasel ate it. Okay. But what was the case of our Mishnah, the, the diok for the Mishnah? You saw a weasel holding, holding bread, holding chocolate cake. Do you know for sure that the weasel ate the whole cake? Over here, you have a suffix. You have a suffix whether it ate the whole cake. And you have a vadai that there certainly was chametz there beforehand. And you know for certain that chametz was moved. And a suffix, a doubtful situation about whether it ate it all up, does not remove from a vadai. Meaning, by the case of the fetus, it's a suffix whether the fetus is there in the first place. Therefore, if there's weasels around and, and uh, chazir around, so you say there's no fetus. No, the whole thing was a suffix. You don't know that. Over here, when you know there was chametz, so over here, maybe here you got to be more machmir. Okay. Now here's where, this is the segue into the sugya of whether a suffix is yaitse midevadai. Whether you have, when you have a, a doubtful scenario, whether that at times can equal up to, override, or not live up to, uh, coming up against a certain situation. So let's go. Says the Gemara, is it really true that ain't suffix mighty be devadai? Is it really true that when you're in doubt about something, for example, I'm in doubt whether the weasel ate the chametz, is it taka true that it does not remove the vadai fact that chametz was there? But dies and he leaves over produce. Even if it was stuff that was brought into his house properly and chayav and meiser that day, you don't have to go ahead and take Meiser and say, oh, maybe this Tamil Chacham hasn't taken Meiser yet. He died. He's not around to ask. The halacha is, you can assume he took Meiser and treat every, the rest of the produce as if it's totally fine. It's not Tebo. But over here, by the Tamil Chacham with his fruit, you know these fruits just a few hours ago was Tebo. It wasn't kosher. We don't know for sure whether he took Meiser. All right, you know for sure he took Meiser in the last three hours. Still the Katani, still we learned Suffolk. The Suffolk of whether he took Meiser might see me Vadai. Removed the Vadai that just existed three hours ago. Three hours ago it was for sure Tevel. Before he died, three hours ago it was brought into his house in the normal way. It was Zichat Tevel. And we're saying, oh, if it's Talmud Chacham and you're unsure whether he mitzered in the past three hours, Hakol B'Seder, it's okay, it's not Tevel. You see that a suffake can remove a Vadai. The suffake about whether he took it removes the Vadai Tevel that existed recently. Answers the Gemara. 
Hosum vaday vaday. It's not a suffix yotim de vaday. By the Tamil Chacham, it's a vaday and vaday. The vaday ma'asi kedrochin chuzo. When the Tamil Chacham brings miser into his house, brings tevel into his house, produce into his house, he immediately takes it. It's not a suffix whether he did it. It's a vaday. The Yomar Ochin chuzo. Ochin chuzo says chazaka al chaver sheim mighty mitachas yadid daver sheinam mesukin. He would never let out of his eyesight something that could chas v'chalila cause another yid to be over and eat tevel. And therefore, you have vadai tevel three hours ago before he died. It's vadai that he took my sir, because other, he never would have allowed this to uh, this scenario to exist. Chas somebody should eat non-kosher uh, because of him. And therefore, it's not a, you have no proof that a suffix can remove a vadai. It's like a vadai and vadai. That's one answer. The Iba Yisema, or you can say another approach. Sofiku Sofiku. And instead of saying both the previous Tevel is a Vadai and the Talmud Chacham taking it as also a Vadai, maybe I'll say just the opposite. Before it's a Sofik and afterwards Sofik. Why? Because not every produce is called Tevel. And Produce only becomes chayev and meiser when it's brought into your house in a certain way, when it's set up for achilas keva, when it's uh, so on and so forth. There's, situ- there's, there's a set scenario that's needed for this produce to even blibe tevel. Maybe we could say that the produce in the first place was not even tevel. A person can get a little tricky. You can get a little tricky with your tvuah, with your grain, bring it in either without removing the kernels first. You bring it in in the stalks. My sir, you're not chayav until you separate the, the kernel from the from the stalk. Because you're only chayav to take my sir from, food, from uh, human food. Foods you're leaving for your animals. You're not chayav and my sir on. So therefore, maybe person brought it into his house. The chaver the brought it into his house in a way that it's not even chayv a meiser. And therefore, you'll say, also, you don't have a proof that a suffix yoytzim vaday. Why? Because here, it's a suffix whether it's tevel in the first place. Plus, you have the suffix about whether the chaver did it. And Mamela will say, other people can eat it. Because a suffix can remove a suffix situation. In the first place, I don't know if it's tevel. And second of all, a chavr's got a pretty good track record. So, that's why you're allowed to eat it. Bottom line is, there's no question. The Gemara had a statement that ain't suffik yotimidevadai, a doubtful scenario, can't remove a certain scenario. When something is certain, has a certain chazaka, a suffik can't remove that chazaka. We asked a question on that premise, and the Gemara just answered up those that question with two answers. Okay, so we're back to the premise of Ain Sufik Vada. A Sufik Taka cannot remove a Vadai status. Now the Gemara is going to ask another question on that premise. The Ain Sufik Vada. Is it taka true that a doubtful scenario cannot remove a certain chazaka of Atani? We learned in Abchaisa. Oh, but Rabbi Yudar says, Maisa b'shechaz ha'shal meitzig ha'chabarima, and there's a story of a shivcha kananis, of a tough yid master in Rima, and shehetila nefel abar. He threw a nefel into the pit, and guess what happened? 
He wasn't a nice guy. Guess what happened? This, by the way, this story is quoted multiple times. We're going to come across the story multiple times throughout Shas. Uba Kayim hits its boy. A Kayim came along and peeked into the pit. The Kayim was curious. Is, the, is this Nafel, this miscarried baby, a Zachar and a Kayim? Because if the baby's a Zachar, the mother's going to be Tameh for seven days and then 30 days of Yumei Tyra. And if it's in a cave, the mother's tummy for 14 days and have 66 days. Nachon? So the Kayan came and looked into the pit. He wanted to know, you know, was this, uh, was this baby a Zachar in the cave? Well, what's the problem? It's a Kayan. And now he's on top of a corpse. And the story came in front of the Chachamim. And the Chachamim said, no problem with the Kayan. He stole Tahar. You know why? Because there's weasels that hang around the pit. Now the Gemara gets to its point. I don't understand something. Wasn't there certainly a baby in the pit? Yeah. Do we know for a fact the weasel took the baby out of the pit? No. So you see a suffolk weasel is removing a Vadai Tomei that was there. By them allowing the Kayan to remain Tahar, Frak the Gemara, let's read this inside, but over here in the story of the Kayan leaning over the pit, the Vadai had Taylor. We zikr know there was a dead baby there. We just don't know whether it was still there when the Kayan leaned over. Because maybe a weasel moved it. Vikatani Safek Maitzimi Dei Vadai. The fact that we're saying the Kayan is Tahar means that a suffake weasel pulling it out, removed, we know for a fact there was a baby there, we don't know for a fact the weasel moved it. Get the kasha! It's a good question. Answers the Gemara. Don't say we're dealing with a situation where he for sure threw the dead body, the dead baby into the bar. bar. It means she had a miscarriage and she threw something that looked like a baby into the pit. We don't know for sure whether the baby was formed in the first place to even give off Toma. So now it's not a case of Vadai Tome in the bar and a Suffolk weasel. Now it's a Suffolk whether there was even Toma in the bar in the first place. So, Vavi Suffolk, who Suffolk, and now I have a Suffolk. And I'm amazed they said the Kayan stole Tar. Because we don't know whether there was even tummy there in the first place. Bottom line, connecting this to our Gemara, is that we no longer have a question on the premise of Ein Suffolk Yaitimidei You have no proof that a Suffolk does remove a Vadai. Okay, let's keep track of what we're trying to accomplish here. But the Gemara is now going to focus on this story of the Kayan. Says the Gemara, I understand. How's it possible she threw something into a pit, not even knowing if it's a baby, and then a Kayan is walking over to check whether it's a male or a female? It's not even formed. So the Gemara says, Let's explain the story. It was close to 40 days. So the Kayan went over there to see um, whether it was like a, you know, a placenta full of blood. Or whether Ataka had a form. And if he would have found out that Ataka looked like a baby, it had a form, 
So then they wanted to know as follows. But we're still keeping the storyline of we're mesupic whether there was tummy there in the first place. And the Mela, the Kayan, can remain to her. Okay. Or you could explain the case of Kayan differently. It's not a case of a suffix weasel removing it from a vadai baby. You say where he could say, Hosam vadai avadai. The case of the Kayan and the pit are two vadais. Instead of saying suffix and suffix, it's two vadais. Kivan the Choldo Bardas Mesayisham, since the Choldo and Bardla are there. Yes, there was a baby in the pit, but you know something? Vadai Giraruhu Bahi Shaita. The nature of a weasel, of a Choldo and a Bardalis, this other type of animal, is that they automatically grab hold of any meat that exists in their territory, and therefore the baby was Vadai there, but the baby, the Chachamar Pasking, the baby was Vadai removed. And that's why the Kayan is Tahar. But it's not because a suffake is Maitzimide Vadai. It's because they're both Vadai. It's both certain. Nehi Deshari Mishaira, says the Gemara. When the weasel and the bardalus take it, let me tell you something. Yeah, go ahead, Rabiel. Go ahead. Let's look at the facts. I mean, is there a, a body there? There's not a body there. If the, if there is evidence, if there's no evidence. I mean, why we're like talking and... and yeah, good kasha. Good kasha. So m- let, me, let me explain your question. What Rabiel's asking is, so go over to the pit now and see what's going on. Right? Yeah. Go Bishas the Kayan going over, we don't know what happened at that time. Now we're going back, Taka, and we're seeing there's nothing there. Makes us think that there was something there. Because there certainly was a fetus, or at least the form of a fetus, thrown into the pit. We know that for a fact. How do we know that? Because that was the storyline. This master of the slave woman threw her stillborn child into the pit. That was the beginning of the Bryson. So it's a vadai the baby was there. We don't know if at the time the Kayan went over it was still there or not. The Mela, that's the suffix. But Zuck the Gemara, the Gemara says, Nehi granted the Shairu Mishaira that maybe when the Cholda or Bardalis will leave some meat over from the pit, we know it at least dragged it away. Okay? So we know for a fact, you can say maybe it didn't eat the whole baby, but what they do is, is they move the body away from the original location. And then they go ahead and eat it. Granted, we're not going to say it totally ate it. But we will say that they uh, that the Cholda and the Bardless certainly did uh, schlep it away from that location. Period. Okay. Frank Gemara, another kasha. Now we're going to ask a general question on the Mishnah discussing the Chametz. Do we taka say that we're not concerned once you do Badikas Chametz that a weasel schlepped the Chametz from one room to another? Forget the, forget the pit and the corpse right now. Let's stick with Chametz. Is it taka true that once I clean a room, I don't need to be concerned about a weasel? But we said in the end of, uh, we, we said at the end of our Mishnah, which we're going to learn on tomorrow's daf, it says, Mamashire, 
that any masha uh, mishayer, anything that a person leaves over after the bedikas chametz. Okay, so I check my house, but guess what? It's the night before Pesach. I'm still allowed to eat chametz. So I did bedikas chametz, but I want to eat my Cheerios tomorrow morning. I want to go schnooks and buy donuts and order uh, order pizza. So yanichena betzina, you should take any chametz that you have and put it on the side. So you don't need another bedika, which seems to infer that why do you got to go hide it? Says after Bidikas Hamad, go hide it. It must be we talk to have a concern that a that a weasel may come and schlep it away otherwise. So after you check, we see we are concerned about weasels. Um, Rabbi, Rabbi says, no, 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 that's not the problem. Like Kasha, Yeah, the, the end of the mission is dealing with you did a Bidika on the thirteenth day of Nisam. So Bishlaisha Asar, you do it on the thirteenth, the Shriach Rifta, Bakulsa where people still have a day and a half to finish their uh, to finish their chametz, so lay mitzana. So um, it, there, there's plenty of chametz still laying around, and there's no concern that the animal slept it around. Barba Osar, once you get to the 14th day of Nisan, where people already have their chametz out of the way, so any weasel that's used to getting his lunch, and all of a sudden there's no lunch around except for some stale matzah, yeah, and some charizas. So there's no more bread anywhere else. So Mitzana, we're going to say that a weasel may go schlep his stuff away and hide it. And Memela, on the 14th, we would have a concern. On the 13th, we would not. Amar Rava, Rava says, Tabaye, nothing doing. You think a Cholden knows he's, he's got a calendar? The Cholden knows whether it's Shleisha or Benisim or Arba Asr Benisim. Yeah, what, it, it's off of school already. It, it's mommy uh, asked it to, to, you know, to start peeling the mar. On the 13th day, the Cholda is not going to start hiding the Chomets in, in the corners because it knows it has a little more time. And, then, and, and on the 14th, it's going to say, oh, I better start stocking up now. Come on. Rather, Rav has another shot. He says, no, let me explain the mission. This that we say, whatever's left over after B'dikas Chomets put aside, because maybe a cholder will take some and then you're going to know we're, not, we're just saying go hide it so that there's no concern a cholder may come when we see it not a cholder that you don't see if you don't see a cholder then just chill don't be OCD you did a badika, you're good but if you see a cholder take it away then you're going to have to search it out. Tanya Kavase the Rav. We have a price of supporting Rav. Haraitz alecha chametz achav bedika. Person wants to chametz yav bedika chametz. Kate said, "Yeah." So what should you do without being mechuyev in another bedika? Mashem mishar. You're nechena bedzina. Put it on the side, up uh, in a you know off to the corner. Shlai savechol the vasidol befanenu vatzarech bedika acharav. And then that would require you in a new bedika. That's another. So that's Rav's explanation with a price of supporting him. Of Mari Amar, of Mari says, "Gezera Hashem Yaniach Eser VeYimsu Teisha." No, the whole thing of putting it off to the side has nothing to do with a weasel in the first place. Okay. Um, rather, what it has to do is that um, we're concerned that if you don't put into a safe spot all the chametz that you found, the ten pieces that you put out, that you found, if you don't put in a safe spot tomorrow morning, you may find nine, and that last elusive piece. Uh, may be gone, and then we have a strange, we I shouldn't say strange, then we have a very interesting child. Because I didn't see a weasel schlep it, 
So usually I would say, if you don't see a weasel, don't be OCD. Ain't the dover safe. Relax. If you do see a weasel, you got to do a badika. But what about if I put aside my 10 pieces of chametz? I don't see a weasel, but I wake up tomorrow morning and there's only nine pieces. What happened? That chametz walked off on its own? It's got legs? It said, I'm not going into the fire. I'm out of here. Of course not. You're going to have to be concerned that a chulda took it. Even though you didn't see the chulda. You're missing a piece of bread. So, all of a sudden, now we have a concern about a, a uh, uh, another bedika. Gvaldik. So now the Gemara is going to say like this. Let's say I've got nine piles of matzah and one pile of chametz. So I have nine piles of Pesach dikka stuff, one pile of chametz dikka stuff. A mouse comes and takes a piece. I don't know if he took a Pesach dikka matzah or a chametz dikka matzah. So what's the halacha? Do I need to do another search? Because their zikr was a piece of matzah taken. I just don't know. So the Gemara says, This is going to have the same sock in a city where you have nine stores. Okay? Which we're going to learn what the Allah is. You have nine stores. Pirish, if the piece of matzah, which we're unsure whether it's, again, Pesach Dik or Chametz Dik, Pirish, if it was taken out of the pile, for us, Akbar and a mouse comes and takes it, Hainu Seifa, that's going to be the end of that Bryce. Now let's explain the Bryce of the Teisha Chanuyas, the Tanya Milendin of Gaisen. Teisha Chanuyas, Kulum Bachrim Besar Shchita. You have nine stores, all of them sell kosher meat, nine kosher local butchers. Halavai. Viachas Mecheres Besar Nevela, with one Shreifa store. In town, you live in a city. Nine kosher, one non-kosher. And somebody buys meat from a store. And later on, he doesn't remember which store he bought it from. You're not allowed to eat that piece of meat. Why not? Why not? Because you follow... Rive. Initially, you'd say you follow Rive of the stores. But over here, where you took the meat from the store, so now the meat, the halacha is, you don't follow Rive when you have something that is kavua, something that is established. And since the meat was taken from inside the store, it has a status of being kavua, and kol kavua dami. Whenever you have something which is established in a location, it makes it 50-50. You can't rely on the nine-store-to-one-store ratio. Ubenimza. However, let's say you didn't take the piece of meat from the store. Let's say you live in a town that has nine kosher butchers and one tray for butcher, and then you find meat on the street. Then the meat never had a kvias, was never established in a set location. I'm finding it on the street. Halachacharayv. There we say it's kosher. You're allowed to eat the meat. You follow the majority. Herzachain. Let's take this tar case of chametz and matzah. You have nine matzah dikapiles. One chametz dikapile. So if 
the mouse took a matzah and walked into a house that already had bedikas chametz in, then we say kol kavua kemechzal mechzadami. Okay, because it took it from a set pile, and I know I had a set pile of chametz, so that set pile makes it kemechzal mechzal. I view it like it's fifty-fifty. However, if the mouse took a piece of matzah that was separated from a pile, now we're going to be able to follow the rive and say that it's okay. Another halacha, shnei Let's say I have two piles. I don't have nine and one. I just have two piles. Echash or matzah, echash or chametz. I have Pesach dika matzah and chametz dika matzah. And in front of these piles of matzah, there's two homes. Echot bodok, vechash ene bodok. One home, abedikas chametz, one didn't. Viyasu shneak bar. Two mice come. Echot shakal matzah, vechash shakal chametz. One takes matzah, one takes chametz. Then these mice, these mice go back into the house, and we don't know if the mouse that took the chametz, which house it went into, and the mouse that took the matzah, which house it went into. This is going to be the halacha of the two kupais, the two boxes, which is the tiny we learned in the b'chayse. When you have two, uh, two boxes, one box we know has chulen, and one box we know has truma. And in front of these two boxes, you have two, um, you have two sa'a, uh, larger boxes, um, with uh, fruit inside. And all of a sudden, these boxes all got mixed together. So now, what, what happened? You have two kupais, one shul and one shruma. And then you have two boxes. Of of uh, fruit again, one chulin and one truma. Now we don't know if the chulin fell into the chulin, if the truma fell into the truma. Maybe the chulin fell into the truma, and the truma fell into the chulin. We don't know which box, uh, which boxes made a shidduch over here, intermingled. But we do know that boxes joined together. Allah is mutar. No problem. Shani aimer. I'll say that everything retains its status of being kosher. The chulin remains chulin. You don't need to be a kayan to eat it. Mamela. By the case of the mice, you have one pile of chumas, one pile of matzah, two blind mice come and take the chumas. And since they're blind, they run into random homes. They don't know where they're going. All right? So we were going to assume that the matzah was taken into the home that was searched, that had a bedika, and the chametz went into the home that was, uh, that was not searched. And uh, Mamela, the one that you did a bedika in, doesn't need, doesn't need a, another bedika's chametz. Says the Gemara, what's the shaykhis, the case of the mice, to the case of the truma? One second, one second. Amor, maybe we should say, the Amrinan Sha'ani Aimer. Maybe we should say, oh, Ani Aimer, I say the chulin fell into the chulin, the truma fell into the truma, top of dafyud, tomorrow's job. That's by truma derabonon. Maybe that's only true by truma, which is midrabonon, zok rashi bismanazeh. Nowadays, Nowadays, Dikah Chulin, that Mamela, since Chulin nowadays is only Midrabonon, 
So really, a Yisroel Midaraisa is allowed to eat that box, and so we could be makel, Suffolk the Rabban on the Kula. But Bechomets Daraisa Mi Amrinon. Chomets was Daraisa. I have a pile of Chomets. Pile of Chomets. A mouse took the pile from Bechomets. Now I have a Suffolk. Which house it went into? You're going to tell me I don't need to do a Bedika? Come on, I'm dealing with the Chshash Daraisa. And for the Gemara, Otto Bedikas Chomets Daraisa, really, to search a house. For chametz is a biblical obligation, really? Come on, don't be so religious over here. It's not true. There are bun on heat to bedikas chametz to to not own chametz on Pesach is the raisa, but to do bedikas chametz is there are bun on to me the raisa a bit of almasagi me the raisa all you need is bittel mamela over here as well by the two uh, by the two blind mice and you have a searched house and a not searched house and the mice go and they return the they're back. We're allowed to be lenient again. Why? Alts, Suffolk, Dirabonon, Le Kula. All right, we're going to hold it here for today. We're up to uh, Dafyun, the word Tibor, last word on the third line.